Remember that time we recorded like a podcast episode and it was awesome and then the computer threw it in the bin? You mean three minutes ago? Yes. When we were 18 minutes into the greatest episode of Level 30 that's ever been recorded. Yep. It was amazing. It will never be heard by anybody. We got we got 15 minutes in. I think the reason the computer broke is because Uatu, the watcher, rocked up. Because <laughs> he was like, this is the best podcast that's ever been recorded. I just got to check this out. And we were like, what are you doing? It's like, not interfering. Uh-oh. Yep. And then he did. So he's he's fucked up his whole life. <laughs> It'll live on in our memories, except we can't remember any of the things that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying. I can't. Look, how do we recapture the magic after 18 minutes of just amazingness that's gone? I don't know, man. How do I recapture anything? Ever. I feel like Michael Bay's made a movie of my life <laughs> and I've watched it and been like, doesn't measure up. Uh, are you reading uh, the latest Marvel Comics crossover event? No. Nah, what is it? Tell it's, me all about it. I'm reminded of it given my... Uh, is it a crossover with Sleeping Beauty? <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> is uh, it a crossover with giraffes? No, it's not. No. Good callback to a, a thing that doesn't exist. <laughs> is it a crossover <laughs> with nitpickers? No. No. Uh, I suppose well, giraffes spit it out, boy. pick nits off of a other thing you said. Sleeping Beauties. They couldn't fight back. They sleep. The latest Marvel Comics crossover, which is halfway through, is called Original Sin. And yep. basically someone shoots the Watcher in the head Ouch. and murders him. And the entire Marvel Universe launches like a murder investigation and tries to f- and goes across the world looking for whoever's been uh, spent their life shooting monsters in the face with gamma-irradiated bullets, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Meanwhile, a supervillain whose is power... It the, is it the Wolfman? No, it's... Is it Frankenstein's monster? No, it's not. Is it Dracula? No, close. Is it the blob? The closer. Not the blob from X-Men. Like no. The blob from a boy and his blob. Yeah, I'm not a fucking uh, caveman. I know what blob you're talking about. Also, no, it isn't. <laughs> it's Who a guy it? whose name I don't even know, but he's basically wearing a red jumpsuit and his head is an enormous eyeball. And that's his whole thing. He's probably... <laughs> <laughs> his name's probably... Uh, I was going to make a red jumpsuit joke and say, is it uh, the Steve Austin, the $6 million man? <laughs> but then you said he had a giant eyeball for a head and I wasn't sure if I heard that or if I just imagined it because it was more interesting than what you actually said. Yeah, I actually just said an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, if you so had a white w- jumpsuit, you could say he was eye full Knievel. Oh. But then you'd have to kick me off your podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it's mine now, is it? Well, you're the host, clearly. Oh, cool. I'm not a good person. Uh, if He's got a huge eye, and basically he seemingly has not murdered the Watcher, but has stolen his eye. And, beca- and it's the most... Stolen the Watcher's eye? Stolen the Watcher's eye. This and guy's all, head. This guy's all about eyes, man. Yep. I assume he like squished it into his huge face eye, like to make out. Mm. Uh, but he basically... The last issue I read... Ends with him basically holding the eye out to the Marvel Universe and it explodes like a bomb. And because seemingly the Watcher's eyes are sort of mystical recording devices and every secret he has witnessed is physically in his eye. And when it explodes, it unleashes all these secrets onto the Marvel Universe. And I'm like, I can't figure out if this is the best, most awesome, stupid thing I've ever seen or the worst, most stupid thing I've ever seen. I think it's the best one. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got that settled. Well, because how do you, like, I don't know. Do you think they're stretching a little bit thin for stuff to do? <laughs> I mean, 
you can see the strings of it a bit where they're like, oh, it allows us to reveal crazy secrets. It's kind of like in DC where they were like, we need to change continuity. So we'll have Superboy physically punch reality in the face and shatter everything and then we can just change shit. Yeah. Oh, now Robin's back to life. Lol, thanks Superboy with your punching. Uh, Typical shit DC move. They're so punk, man. <laughs> <laughs> but back to Marvel and their eye explosion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clearly the superior company. Uh, they're just like, I think they're going to have like, I don't know what any of the secrets are, but it's going to be stuff like, now we find out that Iron Man was involved in Hulk's origin and we find out that Thor has a sister and we find out that Captain America used to be like a dingo or some shit. I have no idea. That would actually be a cool what if. What if Captain America was a dingo? <laughs> that super soldier ate my baby. Oh, too soon. Yeah. Nah, Is it though? Years, it's all good. <laughs> uh, so anyway, watch this space for how that plays out. Yeah. I'm, um, again, wishing this seat had a bigger edge that I could <laughs> sit on. Uh, have you seen any films lately? <laughs> <laughs> uh, before I answer that, yeah, are you going to make sound effects over the top of me saying the no. film that I'm seeing? No. Are I'm, you sure? That's had its day. Has it? Yeah. Never to be found again. Yeah. I've seen... <laughs> <laughs> Funny, free of context. Yeah. Go on. I saw Maleficent on the weekend. Oh, yeah. The movie, not the actual person because she's fictional. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I would have read about that in the newspaper. Yeah. Good little film. Yeah. 97 minutes. Nice and short, just like me. Yes. Um, <laughs> retelling of Sleeping Beauty, but from a slightly different perspective. Nice. And, and Disney's Sleeping Beauty, primarily. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I dug it. Angelina Jolie. Oh. Yeah. Is... Uh, <laughs> Is in it, which is yep. a little bit ironic, perhaps, that she's just given a speech to the UN about ending child abuse mm. and domestic violence and stuff. Uh, plays a witch who curses an infant. <laughs> doesn't she curse an infant just because she doesn't get invited to a shindig? Well, that's kind of what you've been led to believe. Uh, I don't want to give away the plot of the film, but let's just say... Let's just crack the watcher's eye on this one. Tell me the Exactly. Tea. I said exactly again, you and did. I'm not happy about it. Indeed. But I think what this movie really drives home, even though it is a Disney film, yeah. the core message for me was don't trust Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what they were going for. Because it turns it turns the Sleeping Beauty cartoon on its head a little bit. Oh, everything you know is wrong. Dot, 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 question mark, italics underlined, comic sans. Word. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty cool flick. So do they? Because my recollect, and I haven't watched the uh, the Sleeping Beauty thing in quite some time. Mm. But I really liked the fact that their villain was just fu- like she was just really mean, man. Yeah, and it was cool. She was like, "I didn't get invited to your birthday. Daughter's gonna die, but not right now. Wait until you're emotionally attached to her, then asleep forever." Yep. Fuck yourselves. That's not what actually happens. Oh, she's just been scorned. Ooh, who hasn't? By uh, by none other than the king that we see in Sleeping Beauty, who I don't know if you remember his name, King Stefan. Really? Yeah. Best name. Mm, well, what turns out to be a bit of an ass. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. Breaks her heart, gets his daughter cursed because he lies to the king to take the throne. Ooh. And then basically Stephen. turns into a stark raving lunatic who is so obsessed that he can't even 
takes some time out to be with his wife who dies. <laughs> wow. He's, so it is quote, unquote, not a good person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to assure you, if I ever do take to the throne, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm just going to go mad with power and be like, more races of animals in the streets. Double crown. Yeah. Okay. It's a sure. thing I wear where it's like a crown yeah, with another, with another crown. crown on top. <laughs> yeah. And then each spike of the crown is an has additional little crown. crowns on it. Yeah. And they all have little projectors that project images of crowns onto any of surrounding surfaces. That's and I only sit in a hall of mirrors. <laughs> no. That sounds great. <laughs> you are going to be the best king ever. Yeah. And uh, I'll invite other kings to visit and yeah. they'll come in wearing like a crown. And they'll be like, hey, bro. And they'll try to talk to me as an equal because to them we're both kings. And I'm like, one crown. <laughs> <laughs> Look around. Won't they see their own crown in the mirror though? But still, man. <laughs> I'll be like, you may be wearing one crown, which in this, the magical mirror palace of Stephonia <laughs> appears to be dozens of crowns. But that doesn't beat my mega fucking spinning projection thousand crowns. Get out. What's your kingdom? A uni crown? Fuck yourself. <laughs> Unicrown. Yeah. The Transformers villain. <laughs> he was. And he was huge and the best <laughs> at eating people. <laughs> that wouldn't be what I'd do. It wouldn't be a cannibal <laughs> thing. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Look, mm. I think. Not at first. If Australian history has taught us anything, it's don't make any promises before going into power exactly. that you're not prepared to keep. I know. And by Australian history, I mean the last 200 days. <laughs> people and the media. Hear what they're going to hear. Exactly. And you may have thought I said, I said that I won't eat anyone, mm. that I won't be eating my subjects once <laughs> I'm in power. Yeah. But I think what I actually said is that we will all prosper with a stronger economy. And that's why I was put into king power. King power. <laughs> yeah. King power. Mm. Uh, in, in, this, in this story, I assume that I run for prime minister – <laughs> and, 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 and people a, just go, you know yeah. what? He is so good, we're going to make him a king. And they're like, all these ballots have been dipped in glitter and they've circled your name and next to it written, plus king. <laughs> and, <laughs> plus king. And then I become the king. Like and how that, was, my friends, <laughs> is how democracy works. Exactly. And then I start eating all the people because, of, <laughs> because, because economy. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Tough times. Everybody's got to wear the burden of you eating them. That's the other thing 200 Days has taught us. Like, you can dehumanize people greatly if you just say, because economy plus mm. cash deficit, mm. boo. You won't be able Yum. to tighten your belt if you uh, eat all those people, though. Well, I won't be able to, but I'll share my part of the burden by some kind of like not eating people four year <laughs> levy. Everyone else just has to suffer for their whole lives by being eaten. This is getting very political very quickly. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so yeah, many crowns, many crowns. All you right. know, Stefan means crown. Does it? Yeah, it means crown king or royalty. Does it really? It really does. Is this one of your things where you're just <laughs> making shit up and I believe it? I think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that does not prove a single thing. I I looked it up as a child and it was like Stefan means king or crown or something. Should and we I was the- like. What a win. I'm destined to be king. And then I started on this whole like mirror palace thing. I draw the line at eating people. Like I've been planning this for quite some time. We're just listening to the sounds of dum, me Googling dum, again. Dum, 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 
Doom, doom. Holy shit. Is it true? It's true. Ooh. In, in Polish, it means crown. And I think the tax system would be based on how many tattoos of a crown my subjects would get. If you got mm. like a face crown tattoo, yep. then you would be in a lower tax bracket. There's a Saint Stefan as well. Yeah. What's that all about? He's the saint of crowns. It means wreath, him. crown, honour or reward. Yeah. Well, that's heaps better than my name. It just means one who is just. <laughs> that's pretty good. I feel like if I did become some kind of corpulent... <laughs> I love the word corpulent. <laughs> I know. If I like had a fucking thigh bone hanging out of my enormous king gob, like wait. <laughs> Weighed down by millions of crowns. Yeah, we would need some lone... Licking the meat off of FEMA. <laughs> exactly. Some lone warrior for justice, one who is just, would need to ride in and probably put me out of my sort of king misery. But it wouldn't be misery. I'd be like, fuck a party every day. You see like a laser tag pack on me, but it'd be hidden in rolls of fat and other people. So yeah, you'd have to take me down and get back to democracy. I wouldn't need to take you down because the drones would do it for me. Oh man, you and drones. Segway to drone news. (laughs) I feel like we should have drone news every single week. Yeah. And I should have some sort of drone theme song. Beep, beep, boop, drones. (laughs) (laughs) You are the theme song master of this show. It's my thing. It it will mark my rise to king power. (laughs) That guy really knows his three-word slogans. So I promised you before the show that I was going to give you some drone news that even you would be able to get behind. And I went like this. Fuff! (laughs) (laughs) You did do exactly that. Except not really. No. Uh, Hot off the back of your question the other day about will there be some sort of drone where you can go outside in the rain, get down on your knees and yell burger and the drone will bring a burger. I have received an article. Yeah, received. Received. (laughs) Deep throat style in a parking garage. (laughs) Something like that. I thought you were going to say something else completely then. Yep, skating along. Okay. (laughs) I have received an article about Mm -hmm. a drone called the Burrito Bomber. (laughs) We will post this on all the social medias, but ostensibly what it is is a drone that you can pack a Dorito into. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, a Dorito. A Dorito. A Burrito. I mean, they drop it from a high and it just flutters down. <laughs> we should have put in more than one chip. A burrito. Yeah. And it will deliver it. That could murder you. No, it doesn't launch it at your head. <laughs> I shouldn't have dropped it from it like just... a kilometre up. No. That, <laughs> that wouldn't be good eating. Yeah. That's why I'm not a drone designer. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So more info, please. More info. Yeah. Uh, well, so you're like, beep, beep, boop. Burrito, please. And the drone's like, no worries, Cobber. Somebody else packs in. it in and then it sort of swoops in and delivers the bur- burrito. Is it I, like I, the I pizza know. box? Like it's all hot and stuff? Uh, well, no. I think it gets delivered pretty fast. So it doesn't go cold. I... Weird. Can you just get on board with the fact that there is a drone that is pretty <laughs> cool that is good for everybody because it brings burritos? It does sound good. There. Yeah. Right. You're on the record now I w- uh, as being a drone <laughs> sympathizer. <laughs> Is that how this works? Pretty much. You're not against it, you're for it. I'm trying to save you when my master's come. Yeah. He was on board with the burrito thing. He loves burrito drone. I've been arguing with a lot of people lately in Level 30 IRL. Yeah. Who have heard the podcast and think that my love of the drones is some sort of act. Yeah. I'm trying to be humorous or wacky. Yeah. There's nothing funny about this. This is serious (laughs) business, this... Pending drone apocalypse. Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I am behind it 100%. Yeah. End of story. What it's if, not an act. It's not rehearsed. It's not scripted. What if there's a different apocalypse? We'd be like one of those Christian people when someone comes down and goes, Jews were correct. That's the heaven. We'd be like, oh, I put all my eggs in the drone basket. No, probably and it was not. zombies. I'll probably be okay with that. All right. Well, as long as you've all made peace with our yeah. machine Well, I'm not too overlords. worried about your hologram apocalypse because it's no. still <laughs> quite ineffectual. Did you see <laughs> someone use the hashtag uh, Wacko2Jacko? Really? Yep. That's the best. We're so famous. <laughs> so famous, in fact. Wait, is that the end of your drone thing? Yes. And that was the drone news. Beep, boop, boop. Carry on. I dig it. That's gold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's ruined everything else. <laughs> No idea where I was going. Oh, and now for the next segment. Meow. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do with the cat. Uh, I don't know. They're great. Take it outside. The cat, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) That you meant my bad attitude. This is how famous Level 30 is now. Yeah. So famous that as we sit here recording our 40th episode. Wow. Pretty exciting. Middle age. We've been criticised on the internet again. Bam. Not once, not three times, but twice. Ooh, trio burn. No, that's a duo. I said not once, not three times, but twice. Really? I didn't listen to you. Because <laughs> I couldn't say not once, not twice, because yeah. that would be a lie, because it was actually twice. Well, let's just wait five minutes until someone figures out that you said that and I immediately said trio burn, yep. and then they can complain about that. And but then that then it is a trio burn. Self-fulfilling burn prophecy. Bam. Circuitous temporal burn. So here's a, here's a couple of things that I, that I want to address. Yeah. Because these people getting on my goat. Ooh, he has been scorned. Get off my scorned goat. There's <laughs> an episode title for you. Yeah. Scorned goat. goat. The JT story. So when we did the Breaking Bad is a prequel for... Wow. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yep. I'm waiting for the Walking Dead. I don't know what that one is. I'm dead, but I'm walking. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's how it goes, but why not? Why not? Yeah. Uh, We talked about Glenn driving the red Mustang car. With gusto. And we just sort of had a bit of a laugh about, I'm sure they would have made one car. More than than one car, actually. TV is stupid. So is everyone but us. Exactly. I did it again. I love cars. So it was pointed out to me by Helen, and I promised her that I'd give her a name drop for being such a pedantic little wench. Cool. Um, You can say that if you want. That one one of the things mentioned in the article – Mm-hmm. And she did it with this sort of smug superiority of, well, if you read the article. Oh, snap. Which clearly I'm not reading it while we're recording because professional. Yeah. I mean, we're an audio thing. How does she know you can read? Potentially offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Discriminatory. That's so Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a Raven callback? <laughs> Yeah, it should be said for the record that in our lost 18 minutes, which I'm hoping becomes some kind of myth, uh, (laughs) we spent like, I feel like in my memory that it was the most amazing 18 minutes ever and we'll never get it back. But it does occur to me now that we spent (laughs) half of it talking about that so Raven. (laughs) And at the end of it, I still don't know what they... (laughs) (laughs) Your homework for next week's episode is to go and watch all of that so Raven. Oh, man. And Cannot wait. Review it. Cancel everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, so the the key point that Helen slash Raven wanted to drive home yeah. was – and see, I did drive home. Hang on. You ready? Was that the car – Oh, snap. Bam. Burn, counter, burn. <laughs> <laughs> when Walt returns the car, they yeah. have to go and talk to – the guy has to go and talk to the manager of the car yard whose name is Glenn. Oh, shit. And Do we see Glenn? No. Oh, it could be Glenn. It could be. And Ooh. then – Who's driving the car in Walking Dead? Is it Glenn? It is. Holy shamoli. So, you know, we, mm. we just look like fools for assuming that, A, they would have made more than one car, but B, because we didn't take into account the fact that only one person in the entire world That's right. is called Glenn. Oh, Uni Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> We've been raving about that. Uh, so well. apparently we look like a pair of chumps. Yeah, which is not my experience with <laughs> Level 30, the podcast. No. Nah. Yeah. So that's one. Cool. Do you want to say anything more about that other than pff, moving right along? Just that the internet exists. Yeah. Check. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for your feedback, Helen. We appreciate your listenership. Just move on, man. Okay. Just move on. Okay. Yep. Number two yep. comes from Ari. Yep. And also just want to give a quick cut shout out to Carl in Perth. Yep. Has to be done. Has to be done. Friend of the show, Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ari had, took exception to several episodes ago when we were talking. So she took exception to several episodes. <laughs> Full stop. We're done. The story's <laughs> over. <laughs> Why am I wasting my time? The episode where you talked about Tom and Ellie's wedding. Yep. Tearly, as I'm calling them now. Are trying you, different things. Are you really? Nah. Are they aware of that? No. Okay, cool. You could almost get away with heirloom. That'd be pretty cool as a couple names. Early Tom, heirloom, heirloom. I just I got uh, a bad experience with looms after watching Wanted on TV. That's true. <laughs> In a world where weavers are assassins and also looms exist, <laughs> bullets can move through time and space. And Angelina Jolie is there. Angelina Shit Jolie film. pit. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't even know. Who knows? So anyway, Ari Gold from Entourage yep. wrote us a thing. Saying, and I've saying, been meaning to... Ah, I'm Zany and an agent. I've been meaning to tackle this for a while and I haven't. She keeps getting stuck into me about it. Ooh, burn. The closing of that episode is me saying to you, far be it from me to interfere with your mutant wedding. Which she has taken exception to because apparently, and not apparently, it's true, mm. she's not lying... This is the premise of every single wedding that happens in the X-Men universe is someone interferes with it. And so, therefore, that was a dumb thing for me to say. Which I can't get behind. <laughs> I'm surprised. It's a ridiculous complaint. I'm surprised to hear you. all the things on this show that you could complain about, <laughs> that's your number one complaint? I think we're doing a pretty good job if that's all you can come up with. So, you, it's like you brought up a complaint just to be mad at it. Is that's it? That's very interesting. Would I do that, though? I mean, she's got it in that... Uh, there's never been any kind of comic book wedding ever that hasn't been crashed by Magneto or something. This is correct. You wonder why they, like, they should just really quickly go, like, one of them should get ordained so they can, like, hunker in the danger room and Beast can just be like, do you? Yep. Sweet. Kiss. Done. Now we can, like, shoot Trask in the past or whatever. It's it's a point taken. So that's a complaint about us on the internet. Well, that's okay. Is it though? Like, well, given in the scheme of do things, do we actually do this for other people? Do they have a right to complain? We're offering this magnificent oral service up for free. 
I have oh. to say oral as opposed to oral. Yeah, spelling so is important. It doesn't sound like blowjobs. Well, given that I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for uh, taking the subtext there and really laying it out on the floor. Um, laying it out on the floor. Oh. For some oral <laughs> service. <laughs> I uh, hope this episode doesn't get lost. I generally assume that life is a film about me. And when, <laughs> I'm, when I don't see other people, they're just inert, mm. waiting for the next scene that I'm in. So, no, I just do it for me. Oh, sorry, you blinked and I ceased to exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only for a second. Don't be filled with dread. I do want to put this out there, though. Put it out there. Testify. And this is, this is still on the subject of our second criticizer Yeah. That's a word. Yeah. Because I'm the host. Exactly. whatever I say goes. Hashtag level 30 dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) Not the real one. What? Yes, go on. I feel like I will take this criticism on board. Yeah. Because Ari told a story the other day about how she is effectively a superhero. Well, not a superhero. Let's say a vigilante. That's Uh, a concern. I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this because I didn't ask for permission first. But she put it on Twitter. So, therefore, public domain. The internet. Check. What an enjoyable way to learn things. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it just? So, vigilant. Uh, was walking home at night with a friend, saw some other dude giving a girl a hard time and yep. just went, not in my Gotham City. Just fucking uppercutted him into the sun. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Went berserker on this guy and Tops. saved this girl's life and hero. Went all Wolverine rage. Hero. Woke up covered in blood to the elbows. I'm a little disappointed she wasn't wearing a level 30 shirt. At the time. You'd, ra- you'd like our brand to be involved. <laughs> We'd like our brand to be involved. <laughs> Let's face it, the only way we're going to put some good out into the universe is if someone saves somebody else yeah. by wearing a shirt with our if faces on it. could do good things for the world while accidentally wearing a shirt of ours, uh, we can ride that reflective glory all the way to heaven. I'm going to send a level 30 shirt to Prime Minister Tony Abbott. But we just said to do good things. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you said to do stupid things while overseas and look like a dick. I love Canada. It's the best. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we both you, go, you go first. What? You go, what? Why? Say what? What are you? Oh. Huh? Say your thing. What thing? That you were going to say. What do you mean? Oh, God. <laughs> no, don't say your thing. I'm having a great time. I'm sure you are. Yeah. At least 50% of level 30 is currently having a good time. Exactly. I need to drink more. Indeed. Um, we need yeah. to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually trying to have a bit of a somber moment here because right. I want to mention the fact that Rick Mail died. Oh, man. What a mega which bummer. Which is super duper bummer and a huge influence on both of us, I think. Yeah. Young Ones and Bottom and Lord Flashard in... Blackadder. Indeed. Grim Tales. Grim Tales is a big one, man. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like we should just sit here and be depressed for probably another four minutes and then that'll, <laughs> that'll wrap the episode up. Oh, what a cynical use of feels. Mm. I was listening to, I think I mentioned before, that I uh, was have been into RuPaul at the moment. You have mentioned that. Listen to an interview about how he came up on Monty Python and that was the first thing that he saw that was like, shit, if you're allowed to do this, yep. uh, you can do anything. You know, and I think we all have that sort of formative thing where you see a piece of art or story where you go, oh, you can break the rules. You can do whatever you want. Yep. The, it like cracks open a bit of your brain that you're never really the same. And uh, 
Blackadder was certainly that for me. Like in my house, there was a lot of British comedy going along because mm. of uh, Rex, who my mum was with when I was a kid. Yep. And he was just always fanging this stuff around. So I think Monty Python was something I got into when I met you yep. a few years later. But uh, I sort of came at it from the other way with like Faulty Towers and Blackadder. Oh, I watched a lot of Faulty Towers as a kid. Yeah. So that sort of British comedy vein was quite formative to me. Yeah. Uh, and he's such a huge, huge part of that. Yeah. Uh, and involved in a lot of stuff, even that he didn't, he wasn't necessarily starring in. He was still doing a lot of mm. crazy stuff in the background. So, well, no, it, would always, it was always infuriating to me that like uh, Mr. Bean became such a weird commercial hit when Blackadder didn't. Yeah, uh, when I was a kid, because like Blackadder is just about this sort of crackling dialogue and people saying amazingly hilarious things, and Mr. Bean's just silent. And I'm like, it's not fair, man. He's got a tongue like an electric eel <laughs> and a taste for men's tonsils. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so I, I don't know. And Bottom later on, he was just Bottom is one of my favourite comedic so TV shows. It's just ever all gold. The young ones again was like, I think like uh, it's one of those things I watched and can remember thinking like, I didn't realise there was a level of coolness like this that exists. Yeah. You know? uh, so yeah, it makes me feel very old and sad for Rick Mail to die because mm. uh, you realise that you're sort of hitting an age where your idols are starting to become mortal and it's very upsetting. Well, yeah, but it, but he wasn't even that old. It was only 50... Yeah, 56. 56? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, It's just a bummer. Know. Do you think people will mourn when one of you or I die and go, geez, remember those little wow. 30 guys? They <laughs> <That> were just... <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know I'm... <laughs> You know I'm a full-blown narcissistic ego maniac. Well, I suspected and we've just locked it in. I mean, given <laughs> that this episode involves 10 minutes of me explaining what will happen when I become the king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you've managed to turn it around. Away from egomania. That's what I'm saying. But yes, we'll be mourned in the streets. No doubt. I want you to start shooting me with pellets of... No, nope. shut it down. <laughs> Every time I say exactly. Indeed. Every time I say indeed, you need to punch me in the sternum. <laughs> Best podcast ever. Indeed. Oh. <laughs>